0: Hello and welcome to Movie Nosh with Mike and Josh in 2018. Oh my god, we're in the future. Happy New Year. Although technically we're not in the future because right now we're recording this on the 23rd of December 2017. So welcome from the past. Woo!
1: One of us might not make it to the end of the year and this could be our... That would be a harrowing episode of Movie Nosh.
0: It would be great. Well, I mean, it has to be ones. you, because otherwise this wouldn't go out, because you don't know how to edit everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> I have uh, the
0: power of the editing. <laughs> yeah, you could
1: just edit me out completely, it's as if I've never existed at all.
0: Uh, this episode, we're going to give you probably one of my favourite things about being a movie nerd. We're going to talk about all the really cool films that are coming up. Well, I say all the really cool. We're talking about movies that are coming up in 2018. Mm-hmm. Some of them might be shit.
1: We don't know yet. I think there's a good chance. I'd say it's above 50-50 that some of them are going to be shit. I mean,
0: 2017 was kind of 50-50 for movies, <coughs> wasn't it?
1: Um, a lot of people say it was a great year. Yeah,
0: there was a lot of flops, but then there was a hell of a lot of surprises. But to be fair, that's probably every single year of movies, isn't it? It was a bad summer. It's a bad summer. That makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, as I said, one of my favourite things about being a movie nerd is just talking about movies that are coming up, if they're going to be good, what the director's like, what they've done in the past, all that kind of stuff. So now... With this episode, we're going to give you kind of a 2018 preview of what to look forward to in the next year. Yeah. Um. So enjoy this one, and welcome to 2018. Michael, press the button to roll the theme gene
1: Oh, God, there's so many buttons to choose from.
0: Yeah, it's that one. Bloop. So, 2018, here we go. Um, first movie to talk about on our list.
1: This is technically movie news as well, isn't it? If you think about yeah, it. Yeah, it. it's a movie news. It's Josh's movie news.
0: Yeah. Um, apparently, there is a new Cloverfield movie coming out.
1: What's it called, Josh? <coughs> it doesn't have a name yet,
0: as far as I could see.
1: Oh, it that just makes it very difficult to... Uh,
0: another chapter in the Cloverfield world, first created by J.J. Abrams. I really liked the first Cloverfield
1: film. I really liked the... Uh, what was it, 10 Cloverfield Lane? I...
0: I Enjoyed even more Ten Clover Field Lane* because John Goodman was absolutely fantastic in that movie. Yeah. It's weird that these films are sort of considered *The Part* universe because they definitely are if you see them. But you just—they're completely different movies. One's a sort of horror monster invasion apocalypse thing on the scale of Godzilla, and another one's an end of the world horror thriller where someone gets kidnapped in a basement. It's—I
1: like that idea. I like that idea of having the the, <clears throat> the universe set. And then there are different stories that don't necessarily follow the same um, (coughs) genre throughout it. Can you imagine a a Star Wars movie that was set in the Star Wars, set on Tatooine, and it was about... water and his shop. Yeah, falling in love.
0: Owing some money to Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. And he gets the help of Jar Jar Binks to um, open up a new cabaret club. So that he can make some money and pay
1: back the huts. What a fucking! That'd be a great movie. That'd be great. But also, can you imagine a horror movie in set in set in the Star Wars universe? Well, this is actually funny because one of the other films that are coming out, the X Men: New Mutants one, which is a horror movie, which is a horror set movie set in, in the X Men universe. universe. It's a great idea, I think. I think why not play on it, and I think it will add something to um, to a movie-going experience in the <laughs> same way that Ten Cloverfield Lane. You you kind of the film, if, if you've not seen it, is set in. Um, uh, an underground bunker um because there's some sort of catastrophic event that's happening outside. Um or is there. Or is there. But the whole point is that you know that it's set in the <clears> universe, <throat> so you know what happened in the first movie. Um so you don't need to be told your your imagination can run right as to what's happening outside. Mm. Um and it adds something to the movie. It's, um, a level of dramatic irony. Ooh. Do you know what dramatic irony is, Josh? Um ironically no it is where the audience knows what's going on, but the characters don't. Oh. Mm.
0: Do you Can you think of an example?
1: Uh, well, it happens all the time in Shakespeare, where the audience will know that somebody's hiding behind a curtain, for instance, oh, and right. then somebody walks up to said curtain and accidentally stabs... or stabs somebody who's behind the curtain, and then behind the curtain... Alas! It was somebody so they knew. So, dramatic
0: irony in 2017 would be known as hashtag mm. No. That's no, no. Never mind.
1: Um... And do you know what uh, uh, Socratic irony is? Um, no. <laughs> i am learning so much in 2018 already. Socratic irony is where you feign um, a lack of knowledge in something in mm. order to get information out of somebody else. Oh, and okay. Then so you playing can, dumb. Yes, basically. So you play dumb. They say something that they wouldn't necessarily say had they known that you knew what you were not letting on that you know.
0: Yeah.
1: And then you come in with the POW! Actually... Return of Jedi is better than Empire Strikes Back. Bam. No, it's not. <laughs> no one believes that. No, no. Um, um, but I do think that that, that was a good level. Um, it does work in, in, in that film. And I'm excited to see... Um, this is supposed to be our
0: February 2nd, this film. So it's weird that we've not seen the trailer. We've no. not had the title of it. It's, it's only f-
1: a month away.
0: Yeah, this is really odd. So I'm intrigued. Massively so. There is a
1: trailer. Oh, what are you talking about? For the Cloverfield? The Cloverfield movie, oh. yeah. Yeah, which I quite like. I like oh, there's too much giving away in trailers nowadays. That's
0: that's an absolute anomaly, really, isn't it? For yeah. The movie, but like marketing, what are they expecting to do, I don't know. We'll see when it comes out. We'll have to review it and see what's happening. Oh, yeah. Um, next movie to talk about one in the mega franchise kingdom of Disney slash Fox slash Star Wars slash Marvel, whatever the company wants to call it itself these days. Black Panther.
1: Um, <clears throat> I'll watch it. I'm not that excited about it, but the last uh, the trailer that I saw just before the Star Wars movie um, looked all right. I think I've seen that trailer 25, 30 times
0: now, and it's not because I'm excited about it. It's just because it's always on at the cinema, yeah. or it's on YouTube, on adverts and stuff, and it's getting to the point now where I'm getting superhero trailer fatigue <laughs> a new level me? of fatigue a, a, a new level of superhero fatigue where even the trailers are when I first saw it I was like that looks great but it looks like a Marvel superhero film yeah. like it didn't look anything different I'm glad that they didn't completely whitewash it for once
1: this seems to be Marvel's um, um, process though that they go through when, mm. when a film's about to be released the amount of times i watched that Thor trailer just because it was on so often. Yeah. Um, they really do tend to do the shotgun approach where they just blast you with vision. Yeah, yeah. Um, blast you with scenes of the film and, and maybe you're not even in control of your own actions. Disney are controlling controlling everything. you by telling you to watch the movie. Watch the I'm movie. the head watch of, the
0: of movie. an evil corporation.
1: Why, oh boy. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, so, I, I mean, I'm going to watch it.
0: It's mm. going to contribute to the Infinity War movie in that sense as well, which is also out next year. Yep. Um... So I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with it. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with the mythical city of Wakanda. Yeah. Um, because that's kind of like a super advanced technological society in the middle of Africa. Yeah. Um, which is an interesting concept. And I've enjoyed it when I've seen it in comic books and in animated movies and that kind of stuff. But it's um it's a character that I don't know much about.
1: So Yeah, no meaning. We'll either. see Michael B. Jordan's in it and I enjoy him. Yes, he, he yeah, he looks exciting. He was
0: good in Balboa. He
1: was, he was. That was a good film actually. I mean it, was, it wasn't it wasn't fantastic. I know, I know. But they could have done a lot worse. Which um leads me on to what I think may be the biggest letdown of twenty eighteen. Um I think this is gonna be Justice League levels of disappointing. No. Um Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh
0: right, no, no, okay. I I thought you were gonna say um, Infinity War then, but No, God no. <laughs> um Jurassic <clears throat> World, yeah. No. Um, so, we both saw the trailer for Jurassic World and both thought, well, that looked kind of turd, didn't it? It's like they show basically the concept, I think, is they have to go back to the island because the island's going to erupt because it's apparently a volcano as well. Why would you put a tourist resort on a volcano?
1: A volcanic island. Um, I don't know. Ask, so, they're going to go
0: back and try and save the this. dinosaurs?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, they can make new ones. Well, think of all the movies that they can make by doing that. Oh, and um, the fact that they've even called it Jurassic World Two as well,
0: instead of just like you know Jurassic World Three was uh, sorry Jurassic Park. Look what he's done to me! It's maybe called Jurassic Park Jurassic <laughs> World. Um, Jurassic Park Three was called the Lost World. Mm. Didn't even try and do that. Didn't even come up with a brand new name. Not like Jurassic Volcano
1: or I think Jurassic mean... Park Extinction. Oh, that's that's very easy. That's an easy title. I reckon that's come up in the, the, the brain... They definitely probably came up brain brainstorm team. in somewhere, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, And they're like, God damn it, Lewis, stop! <clears throat> um,
0: there was a lot I didn't like about Jurassic World. Chris mm. Pratt wasn't necessarily one of them, but his character wasn't very interesting. No, it And a bit the annoying. story wasn't very interesting. And I presume it looks very similar to the Jurassic
1: World, so I don't think this is going to be interesting. No, uh, that film comes out in June. No. Okay. So. Summer blockbuster. Go and watch it if you've got no imagination. Um,
0: let's talk about one that I haven't seen until this morning, which is a new one from Aardman Adamations, which are also the creators of Wallace and Gromit. Um, it's called Early Man, and it's is it stop motion or is it have they just done it on computers?
1: It uh, looks stop motion. Does um, it? but you know, you said in the last episode that there were no celebrities who looked like you. Okay. Where are we going? What do you think of Wallace? from Wallace and Gromit do you think I think my head is too large to look like Wallace. I mean I'm just putting it out there I'm not saying that it's I inaccurate. have a dazzling
0: smile and I have a, a fantastic love of cheese Winsley and Dane. dogs but
1: yeah. I think well, I might- my head is far too large to be yeah well, and,
0: and I have too much hair if anything you look more like Wallace <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll
1: walk right into that yeah
0: um, but no this movie is called Early Man and it's obviously set in caveman times Early Man times early caveman times um and it's a comedy it looks family friendly um from what I saw on the trailer looked pretty funny it looked very sm- it looks so british
1: yeah there's lots of visual gags and slapstick yeah yeah
0: it, it's it's like the new version of
1: um i forgot what those movies are called despicable me
0: no 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 the the ones with Babs she's got her boobs out
1: Carry on, uh, carry, carry on. on. Yeah, no,
0: it feels like carry on.
1: I mean, it's not as
0: there was a group of people chasing around with funny music in the background. It's just oh
1: yeah, I suppose it feels
0: very carry on esque in terms of the humour, except less smutty.
1: Yeah, less smutty. I mean, nobody wants to see Plasticine tits. Well, I kind of do now that so. yeah. Now I'm intrigued. You could do what you want with them. You could knead the shit out of them. <laughs> you can write your name in them. That sounds a bit sadistic. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, th- when does that come out? That comes
0: out February 16th. Um, watch the trailer. And I think it'll be a good one, especially if you've got kids to go see it. Um, if you're an adult and you go in there on your own, you might eventually be followed by police. <laughs> but if you've got family to go with, go for it.
1: Um, okay, so I don't think I'll be excited about that. But one thing that I am excited for next year is the new Predator movie. It's the called. Predator one? It's called The Predator. And it's being directed by Shane Black. Who it did? Nice guys and Lethal Weapon, things like that. Oh. So that is looking to be quite an exciting because it's about time we had a decent Predator movie. After all the t- yeah that's been put out recently. Well, because
0: with the whole Alien Predator franchise, they screwed it up so much in the early '90s with like Alien versus Predator and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um and then they tried to pull it back when Ridley Scott came back and did uh, Prometheus and alien covenant now i've not seen alien covenant from what i understand is it's not it's not great but
1: good performances by uh and then michael fassbender
0: and um, in prometheus that again and i I've, the problem I had with prometheus is the same problem I had with the force awakens where it's like there wasn't anything new about that story you're walking into somewhere there's aliens you don't really know what's going on suddenly a facehugger gets involved and then big aliens come and i'm like that, that yeah wasn't- absolutely yep. nothing new about that story yeah exactly right which is a shame because it was Brindley Scott was one of it's
1: biggest flaws actually was, was the unimaginative storyline um, but there were there were the side plots to that movie were, were, were what made it actually because mm. um, there were there were aspects of it that were quite different and not been visited before um, this this the Predator film the, it's probably going to be set at Christmas I don't know whether that means it's going to come out at Christmas but this I is would a, love a that Christmas, to be a Christmas movie. movie it's a Christmas movie but doesn't revolve around the joys of Santa and giving and receiving I fucking love that I'm slightly excited now do yeah. you know who's in it have you got any uh, Olivia, Olivia Munn is in it who's quite tasty yeah Um, and someone called Boyd Holbrook but I don't the name doesn't ring any bells no um, so I don't know whether he's a, a rising star or maybe he's an incredibly famous person but just has an unforgettable uh, forgettable name
0: I know Boyd is kind of an unusual name I don't know anybody called
1: Boyd. I imagine he's, he's the kind of person who speaks at the back of his throat and he's like hi I'm Boyd Boyd Holbrook I really like Predator movies. <laughs> that
0: um, is probably accurate. Uh,
1: but it sounds like it's going to be more of the same: uh, misfit soldiers, uh, mercenaries, hunter group of bloodthirsty alien hunters. Does it say where
0: it's set, because remember they did Predators. Uh, it's in an American <laughs>
1: suburb. So that's like the second Predator film, then. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I am looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm. I'm quite. I mean, that's quite high up there for for, um, for me. Have you Have you seen Predators? You know, the last one they did with with Adrian Brody. Yes. No, I haven't.
0: Um, that was an interesting one it was set on a jungle planet and they caught loads of people from around the universe and put them on there and then began to hunt them it was a pretty forgettable movie that sounds a lot like that Jennifer Lawrence series on the games? yeah no, Do they have to uh, fight each other? no no it's not that they have to fight each other it's that the predators are hunting them they've brought them in uh, as, as prey see. Um, it, but it was pretty unforgettable so we'll pretty, have to see pretty forgettable um, I want to talk about Annihilation Something yeah or... Yeah cool trailer Just a weird noise You knew a bit more about this Because it's based on a book
1: It's based on a book I can't remember the name of the book I'm guessing it's called Annihilation <laughs> um, But apparently word on the street Is that it's going in a different direction to the book Which is probably not what the people Who are fans of the book wanted to hear oh. um, But it does look interesting Natalie Portman's in it um, And she has to chase her Is it Oscar? Who is it? Is it Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Isaacs Yeah. yeah. Uh, so she has to go to this. Um, it's it's not a planet. It's, it's called
0: Area X, which sounds. It like It looks Area like well. you know when you get those really big soap bubbles. Yeah. You're doing the washing up. It looks like one of those, a yeah. dome shape, and inside there's some weird shit happening where things are kind of getting. It's like a mashup.
1: There's some strange going on. Yeah. Goings on.
0: Like deers and rabbits are becoming one type of creature, and it doesn't really make sense. From what I can see, it's like they're trying to governments trying to understand it, so they're sending some soldiers. None of the soldiers are coming back. All of a sudden one soldier comes back and that's um, Natalie Portman's other half, Oscar yeah. Isaac. And for some reason she then goes in.
1: Yeah, they probably just thought, who's the best looking person around here that we can send in? We need to make a movie out of this. We need to get some weird rabbit, deer, rear and dabbit hybrids going on. <laughs> dabbit. Dabbit. That's
0: a 2017 animal right there, isn't it? Dabbit. Dabbit, yeah. um, The interesting thing is it's directed by Alex Garland who did Ex Machina
1: yeah see uh, this Kid is a very is a brilliant film yeah and this is why it is a quite an anticipated movie because he he did things in Ex Machina that were exciting to see <clears throat> and after watching the movie you'd have conversations with your mates about it and think what was going on there what did you get from that and that's an interesting thing that this director does and hopefully he'll do it again in this seems like he's going to be one of those directors who gets best mates like Quentin
0: Tarantino because he's got Oscar Isaac who was in yeah, Ex Machina yeah. as well but there's loads of people in this you've got uh, Tessa Thompson who was in Thor Ragnarok oh, uh, yeah. Jennifer Jason Lee, Gina Rodriguez Natalie Portman and Oscar Isaac as we mentioned um, the movie hits other countries uh, Netflix apparently it's going to come to Netflix what Annihilation yeah I don't know whether that means it's coming to Netflix in our country or just in other countries but it's, it's mentioned in Netflix in this article and that's coming out February 23rd so we don't have to wait long for that one at all
1: that'd be very interesting yeah um, okay so my next film is called Dragged Across Concrete I don't know anything about this really no other than it's starring Mel Gibson um, and it's I think weird it was- that
0: Mel Gibson's still so hireable
1: yes it is weird well he's had a, he did have a period where he was he was blacklisted and now yeah. he's finally he's finally coming back in isn't he he's in those stupid daddies that like, daddy's home too Daddy's home too
0: which from what I've read is one of the worst films of 2017
1: well, yeah so hopefully <coughs> um hopefully this won't be it's it's got vince Vaughan in it um and it's a film about uh, police brutality uh, I
0: am already turned off by the fact you said vince Vaughan and <laughs> Mel Gibson are both in this film because well, I don't remember the last time Vince Vaughn did anything good. He did an okay turn in the second season of True Detective, right. but the story was so lackluster I didn't give a shit about it. So
1: well, I think I think Vince Vaughn's trying to be a bit more serious. Um, this, this, this director uh, S. Craig uh, Zala, uh, has done two really good films: um, Bone Tomahawk and Brawl in the Cell Block 99. And so this this film is is, is on people's radar as as it could be something that's brutal and, and um, quite possibly brilliant
0: we'll have to see uh, next film to talk about Red Sparrow
1: oh yeah literally we- just watched the trailer for that didn't we yeah it looks interesting it looks very much like a darker less stylized atomic blonde
0: ah that's a good
1: comparison actually
0: um, Red Sparrow coming out March 2nd is a um, a movie starring Jennifer Lawrence as a ballerina turned a Russian spy.
1: See, now when you say it like that,
0: it sounds shit when It, it sounds like terrible. That, it
1: sounds like Jennifer Lawrence is going to be running around in a tutu, mm. kicking people.
0: <laughs> Not everybody dying to Swan Lake.
1: Yeah, she'll just be halfway this through a pirouette.
0: The Black Swan, Red Sparrow. Is this uh, the sequel to Black Swan? Yeah. Is this what this is? We'll get Grey Duck is the sequel. <laughs> Brown Mallard. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, I, but, I, I, the, I thought the trailer looked really good, and it's actually the same director who did Hunger Games as well. So obviously those two get on like a house on fire, uh, don't they? More
1: more of the matey matey bubs. Yeah, matey. this is really happening quite a lot, isn't it? But um, it would be interesting. I quite like um, I quite like uh, mm-hmm. the premise. I like the idea that she. There's a line that's like, she will use her body in any version she knows how. <laughs> Have you seen? Um,
0: oh, I forgot what it's called it's a TV show where there's a a Russian spy family who are um, in the US right Um, it's on Amazon and the Patriots I think it's called something like that Mm. that's pretty good but it reminds me of this quite a lot it's pretty dark like the extent that they go through in terms of training as well as what they have to do in real life yeah is some horrific shit so and I like that because I like dark stuff
1: yeah you're a dark little little puppy aren't you yeah so that's out March 2nd I'm looking forward to watching that one um, my next one that I'm looking forward to is uh, The Incredibles 2
0: yeah because I remember watching the teaser trailer and um, Jack 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 baby Jack Jack looked very funny yeah. uh, when's that out do you know um, no no I guess just watch um watch the trailer the teaser trailer I'm guessing there'll be a full trailer coming soon but I think everybody loves The Incredibles don't
1: they yeah and Brad Bird who did the original he's coming back to do it um, What is a director yeah yeah. is he the guy who is basically the
0: face of Pixar
1: um I don't know he did he did Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol maybe not then and he did um, <laughs> he did that film Tomorrowland oh that's another Disney one isn't yeah. it yeah that I've not
0: watched it but just looked fucking shit was Brad Pitt in that one no that was George Clooney
1: oh that's the one yeah. I often get those two confused
0: in, in, interchangeable Ocean's Eleven fucked everything up for me <laughs>
1: Um, so yeah this this film picks up right where the right where the first one left off um, and I'm excited because it's been a long long wait um, and I'm finally going to be able to see what happened to The Incredibles
0: how, how long has it been it feels about 10 years since it's the last longer one than in.
1: that I think it's about 12 years no because I was in I think I was in college when I watched it that is the, the weirdest it's a long time yeah it doesn't make sense because and it was Charlie, such a they, such a money making they could have got on this really quickly yeah, yeah.
0: why bring it back now have they finally run out of ideas
1: I don't know but I'm glad they're doing it right it sounds like giving it to Brad Bird was the right idea maybe he just Mm. wasn't available until just so busy Um, and these films do take a long while to make I mean I've told at least a couple of weeks yeah Um, that's actually (laughs) it's just Microsoft Paint isn't it (laughs) can you imagine that that would be interesting a film done entirely by Microsoft Paint Mm -hmm. except it's not around anymore is it Microsoft Paint oh it is R.I.P. the The new version new version you can actually make
0: 3D stuff in it so that was part of my joke but wow. only real nerds would know that yeah yeah. yeah. Um speaking of Disney Pixar
1: mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> moving on to Disney we tweeted a while ago the trailer for a movie called A Wrinkle in Time which is out on March 9th um, and that is uh, a Disney film based on Madeline Longley's sci-fi fantasy novel um, and it contains Oprah it contains as in uh, Winfrey yeah Oprah Winfrey Why? Is she you don't a, need to say the last name she's like Prince she's basically just called Oprah now
1: but why is she in a movie she's not Disney
0: acting. movies for you Disney movies for you <laughs> Disney movies for everyone
1: I don't understand why she's in this film could they not get <clears been throat> some, some actor some amount of work actor to have done it doesn't need to be op, op, Oprah <clears throat> well the other thing as well is Chris Pine's in it Reese
0: Witherspoon's in it I can't remember the other person have I got a picture oh um Mindy Kaling recognise the name yeah, she's been on a few things, including The Mindy Show, which if you've not seen me, want now? No, I don't. Know. Um, so, yeah, it's we watched the trailer just before this, and it looks like a kid's film. It looks like the trailer was so generic, wasn't it? It was like, There's some <sighs> things are bigger than just you. You are the only
1: one who can stop this, that kind of thing. Yeah, what did it end with? There are some things that are faster than light. The darkness. Darkness, and then we argued
0: that darkness isn't faster <laughs> because darkness is the exact same speed as light because well, darkness be. is literally the absence of light. So,
1: I think it was more about uh, less of the, the physical um, powers that light has in that it illuminates, and more the fact that once you know you get a bad feeling in your head, that spreads through your your mind quicker than any any enthusiastic feeling feelings. It's like a, a tweet jump. Yes, no, wrong way around. Yeah. A Trump tweet. A Trump tweet. <laughs> tweet. Tweet Trump. Trump. <laughs> um, but yeah, that looks interesting. And actually, visually, that that trailer looks it looks quite interesting. And I like the idea. I like the concept of going through through t- and time travel is quite a cool subject. And it's always interesting to see how other people um, their ideas of what it would look like. Not that it's ever entirely possible.
0: I I don't think I'm going to watch this film though because it, it is 100 percent a kids film. Yeah, yeah. Even and the- not even a kids film that adults can enjoy. It just looks like a kids film. Yes. So if you've got kids and you want to take them to watch this, don't bother. Just go
1: watch The Incredibles too when that makes <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And then you can both have a good time. Yeah,
0: it just doesn't make sense to me. So a Wrinkle in Time, we got a huge um reach for that on Twitter when we spoke about it, so obviously people are excited about it.
1: Yeah, I think people must be. Um one movie that we're not excited about though. Yeah is Tomb Raider. This didn't need to be made. No. And shouldn't have been made. Starring
0: Oscar winner Alicia Vikander as well from Ex
1: Machina. Yeah. um, Who's
0: who's, uh, dating Michael Fassbender, by the way. Can you imagine how beautiful their kids would be?
1: I really wish I was famous. Yeah. It sounds like you just, you know... Find beautiful people, have beautiful lives, earn loads of money. Then get divorced and lose half your wealth. I mean, if moving not gets big enough. Yes. That's it. One day you might be dating Alicia Vikander. Not, I'm not having Michael
0: Fassbender's sloppy seconds. No, <laughs> no thanks. And if you see Michael Fassbender's length, in shame. In shame, yeah. I think that it'd just be like throwing a hot dog down a corridor, really, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. a shame. R.I.P. Um, I think that's all we're going to say about Tomb Raider, but that's out on March 16th. If you want to look at the shitty trailer, go on YouTube and look at it yourself. She but.
1: genuinely takes flight. She, she does a long jump and, and she hangs in the air for longer than, than a, a sparrow can. <laughs> uh, what well, The next film. Uh, and I've not heard a lot about this, but it's called The Happy Time Murders. Um it's from Brian Henson who who does the, the Muppets, Muppet mm. Treasure Island. Um and in similar vein to Who Framed Roger Rabbit, this yeah. is a world in which puppets live alongside humans. Uh, I think
0: is it is it darker than
1: humans? Yeah, who so it's being Roger it's Rabbit? being billed as quite a, it potentially could be quite a dark film. But then you look at the cast and you think, hmm, I don't think this is gonna be that dark. It's got Melissa McCartney in it. Melissa McCarthy and her Melissa McCartney yeah, yeah she's just... the one who does the vegan
0: sausages no. <laughs> yeah um,
1: and Elizabeth Banks and um, some other characters that have appeared in films with Melissa McCartney anybody the... in Ghostbusters yeah okay. uh, well not, not all of them but in the film Spy um, there's a character who's in that also in um, uh, what's it called Bridesmaids yeah you know the um, the plane I, I know you mean the board guy, guy who's like whatever stove oh. Him.
0: No, actually I don't because I got 20 minutes into Bridesmaids and couldn't, couldn't, couldn't watch, watch anymore. Um,
1: anyway, I am eagerly, yeah, um, anticipating this film with a bit of hesitation. Yes, but I am. I do want to see it. It looks. It looks mm-hmm. like it could be. It could be funny and <coughs> something that no one's ever seen before. Um, well, not in a long time. Anyway, um, and going back to that that whole genre genre bending thing. Um, if you look up online, there's there's a picture of a, a puppet. On the floor with like pink fluff coming out of him, and he's obviously been killed. Yeah. Um, and the story is that this this disgraced um, ex-cop turned private eye um, puppet is um, hunting down a killer who's going around killing old uh, '80s famous puppets. <laughs> it's
0: almost like a La Noir Yeah, yeah. Meets Avenue Q
1: style. La, LA uh, Confidential. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that kind. Of
0: thing. Um, but this is the first movie that Brian Hansen's done since Muppet Treasure Island, and everybody loves a bit of Treasure Island in fact I'd forgotten about that film and I'm going to go watch it this week because... starring
1: Kevin Bishop who? Kevin Bishop I know that name yeah wait wait till you watch it and you'll be like who is that kid I recognise that kid and then you're going to Google him and then you're going to be like oh my god it's him but I'm not going to tell you who it is what about the listeners What if they want to no. know well they're going to have to Google it as well they could be driving or Bing it <laughs> Bing it nobody
0: bings anything I don't even Bing myself you've never binged yourself before
1: no, um, I've never binged. No, more of a bonger.
0: <laughs> um, speaking of animation films, mm-hmm. well, it's not that an animation? But um, <laughs> could, I love dogs. Yes, which uh, is based on that shitty part of London. Um, it's a new Wes Anderson film. I can say Wes Anderson film
1: it with does. stop animated dogs. Yeah, he's obviously liked what he did with um, uh, the fantastic mix Mr. Fox. Um, he obviously had fun with that because it's, it's a similar sort of style to that. and It's very stylized and uh, you know, typical Wes Anderson. It's, it's got some interesting uh, shots. Um, and it does look interesting. Yeah. I am going to give that a watch. I think I, I, I'd put that quite highly as my, um, one of my most eagerly ante- anticipated for the year.
0: I like that they put it in the backdrop of Japan. And they've said that the, there's just too many dogs in Japan. So what they've done is make this giant island of trash. Yeah, and they've just sent all the dogs to live there rather than kill them all, which is a nice humane way of doing it. World in Japan,
1: which is essentially what the UK did with Australia.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh my god, the parallels. Um, it starts all the, us- the usual uh, Wes Anderson people, including Ed Norton as one of the main
1: dogs. Ed Norton, I love Ed Norton.
0: And um, Ryan Cranston, Brian Cranston is in it as well.
1: Yep, everyone loves him. Yeah, I
0: I just looked at the animation and saw all the little. You can see the fur kind of moving around in the wind and that kind of stuff, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, that yeah. must have been so hard to animate. Yeah, it's very I have to impressive. do strands of hair on a dog. That's crazy. So I'm really looking forward to that, and I liked the the definite Wes Anderson vibe that it, it had in it. Um, that kind of weird, but we're acting normal, even though we know it's not. No, not that they know it's not normal. They're acting normal, even though the whole thing feels kind of awkward and weird.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think is is the only way you can do it, really. Mm, yeah. Um, so, Ready Player One. Ready Player One. I think loads
0: of people are excited about this because it's Steven Spielberg.
1: Yeah, yeah. He always gets. Um, I mean, he is amazing. And this this does look like a wild, wild film. It wild does. ride.
0: It does. It's um, basically the concept is that in the future the world's so overpopulated, people are literally living in caravans stacked on top of each other. Yeah. But to escape their dull and strange lives. Um, they basically log into VR and they play loads of stuff. But what's quite, kind of cool about this is that it's similar to the concept of Wreck-It Ralph, where they brought loads of sort of well-known franchises together yeah. and brought them onto screen together. Yeah. And this is what's happening with Ready Player One. Like you'll see characters from um, Overwatch. Yeah. You'll see the, the Iron Giant. Yeah. You'll see the DeLorean from Back to the Future. And um, loads of Easter egg little stuff in there that fans will go, holy shit, that was. Like, did you see that? Do you yeah. remember when you saw
1: that character? There'll be loads of loads of chatter on this. And I think Steven Spielberg is a perfect <laughs> director to, to, to take the reins on this film because he has created most of the cult uh, uh, characters. And He's and not stuff. perfect, though. Have you seen the Tintin film? Yes. Did you
0: like it? Um, uh,
1: I don't think about it.
0: I have never been so bored. Yeah. In fact, the only time I've ever been more bored is watching a film called Sideways. I loved that movie I was too young to appreciate it at the time I will not drink a fucking Merlot <laughs> Yeah, no, <it's laughs> I think a, I need to watch it again but <clears throat> no I watched the Tintin movie that Steven Spielberg did and it was dog shite to me I fell asleep
1: twice uh, I think it's it's definitely one for the fans isn't it mm. the Tintin we already play fans. one's
0: uh, a book yeah. so they've based this on a book so I'm interested just to see where to take it um,
1: that's out on March 30th yeah, yeah and it's bound to be a, a, a visual feast if nothing else Mm.
0: let's do a couple more movies then yeah there's, there's tons we can talk about um, the new Star
1: Wars film coming out Solo
0: Solo I'm ready Solo
1: Solo a Star Wars story
0: so that's obviously Han Solo origin what a terrible title who's in it It's I know it's, it's directed by Ron Howard so that's good because he's done some great films
1: yeah and he um, he took over the range didn't he? He, he he was brought in
0: who was doing it originally
1: I don't know um, I don't care uh, but Childish Gambino's in this, as a young. Oh, Landel can- yeah. the
0: smoothest guy in the whole galaxy. And I'm
1: hoping he, um, he. Has the mustache? Uh, well, has the mustache as well. But I hope he he's more of um, was he he wasn't in Arrival, was he? What was he in? Uh, the Martian. Yeah, I'm yeah. hoping he plays it more like uh, his character in uh, The Martian, rather mm. than his character in Parks and Rec. Uh, sorry not Parks and Rec community
0: yeah or his character in um, Magic Mike XXL I don't even remember that no
1: um, nobody does Uh, yeah that should be good Um, it should be good and I mean they've got a lot of potential here to to do something great Um, I really liked Rogue One
0: yeah Rogue One was great (coughs)
1: Um, so yeah I'm excited to see it I definitely will go see it Oh, who
0: wouldn't and when's it out December they don't want to release it during Christmas yeah of course so they
1: could sell as many little Chewbacca's as possible
0: I guess another gigantic film that everybody's going to go and see is the Infinity War movie Yeah. yeah it's weird that they've stopped calling it Infinity War Part 1 though because my understanding is they're supposed to do two parts of this film Infinity War 1 and Infinity War Part 2
1: maybe they're going to call it something else like maybe they'll just go on for infinity <laughs> maybe that's that's uh, the
0: joke is that the next one that come out is just going to be called infinity war and then there's going to be an infinity war number 93 and that's it for the rest of the world yeah. until the world eventually ends but this film has the most watched movie trailer on YouTube of all time and probably beat the original Avengers trailer within two three days why do like we that. think
1: that is I think this is this is just Disney and their marketing team being fantastic at marketing well their hashtags and their true their their, their hashtags
0: every single Marvel movie in itself is an advert for the next Marvel movie
1: Hmm. does that
0: make sense yeah it's keeping there's so many Marvel There's, there's like two or three Marvel movies come out a year now to the point where it's always in the forefront of your mind and there's not really been a terrible terrible Marvel film so far there's not one that I would rate like below a six which is kind of incredible when you think about
1: it. The second Thor.
0: It wasn't great, but I didn't
1: absolutely hate it. That, so, for me, was a six. It's a 5.8 for me. Yeah, there was bits that I liked about it. Um so, yeah, that's that's probably going to be the biggest film of next year, isn't it? We'll
0: see if they split it into two. I think they will. Um, it's the Russo brothers who did Captain America Civil War, which actually, to me, was the worst Marvel film, or one of the worst ones.
1: I think I quite like that one. Yeah, it's it. But I can't remember because there's so fucking many of them. I can't decipher which one I'm thinking about. There was too many fight scenes
0: in that one, Captain America Civil War. I was like, I'm bored now. It's just another fight scene. I'm done. Um, I um, hope
1: I hope that... I actually, deep down, hope this film bombs that would be fucking brilliant I don't, I maybe, don't want it to because I want it to be good because any film I want to watch I want it to be good I want but, it to be good but I want it to be less of these films I want it to be more more of a variety
0: you know it's weird as well because like Disney are probably putting their stamp on Star Wars mm. this film is coming out on Star Wars Day May the 4th May the 4th
1: silly yeah um, so another Marvel film that's coming out Deadpool 2
0: Deadpool 2 I think everybody's excited about this
1: yes because it's funny and it's an 18 yeah, everybody got a proper hard on about that, didn't they? Yeah, well, it, it, it's, it's unlike Marvel because they can't sell as many uh, seats when it's an 18. can't get as many kids in there who then go on to buy all the merchandise. So this is, I'm glad they took it, but the first Deadpool was a big risk and it paid off hugely because it's now, it, it's now got a sequel and more than likely it'll get a, a third film as well. Um, and it made its way onto our list in this podcast. So, you know, they must be doing something right. <laughs> That's true, although so did Jurassic
0: World. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's funny because so the Fox-Disney mergers just happened, does not it? Yeah. It feels less like a merger, more like Disney taking over the world. Yeah. But, um, so that means that Disney now have the rights to Deadpool. Um, apparently Fantastic Four has come across, even though that guy on Twitter tried to correct me. Turns out he was wrong. Um, also means the X-Men franchise is now coming within the Marvel Disney universe as well so everything's coming together but what Fox has said is that even though Deadpool's now come over sorry Disney have said is that
1: Deadpool's still going to remain R-rated well good I mean there must be you know there's a a reason why Disney have become so successful and, and I think decisions like that will be why
0: I didn't absolutely buzz off Deadpool like everybody did and the problem for me is that I, I like how much Ryan Reynolds loves this character and how much he put into this movie. Like you know, you, you went to hell for leather to try and get this made and to be the character, and he did it well. However, I can just still see Ryan Reynolds when I'm on the screen. I yeah. don't see anything but yeah. Ryan Reynolds, and it makes it hard for me to to get lost in the movie.
1: Yeah, you're you are right there. You, you, and I think the part is the part's a difficult one because if it was given to somebody else. I don't know I think this part's made for Ryan Reynolds really but I'm sat here looking at the uh, the, the, the screenshot of the trailer It's mm. him in his Bob Ross wig yeah and which is an amazing trailer it is a good trailer but I can, I can just see how his mannerisms and the way he speaks and the way he delivers a joke and his witty retorts and I can see it all playing out and I know exactly how he's going to play it mm. and I don't mind and yeah. I'm not a big Ryan Reynolds fan no I didn't like him in I think Blade 3 was the first time I saw him. Blade yeah,
0: where he says that he's been eating some garlic and he farts and he's gonna mm. kill all the vampires with his garlic farts. Yeah. yeah. Typical yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Typical Ryan Reynolds. Um, I think we need to start wrapping up, so we'll talk about one more film and then we'll give some honorable mentions on the list. Okay. Um, Oceans 8 is one I wanted to talk about. I think <sighs> loads of people are like, oh no, they've just done it as a female reboot, uh, which they technically have. Yeah. However, the cast. Cass looks great. Cass looks fantastic. I mean, uh, what's her name? Uh, the main woman.
1: Sandra Bullock. Oh, Sandra is she Bullock? the main one?
0: Well, she seems to be, yeah, because she's called Ocean. She's not she's nice not name.
1: charismatic enough to, to lead these. No,
0: but she's she's had a comeback, hasn't she? She's had a proper resurgence in the past five years, yeah. at least. So, you know, she's good. But then one of your your
1: biggest bays, Kate Blanchett's in it. She should have been the number one. Yeah. She should have been Ocean. She's... she's...
0: She's like the Brad Pitt character, though, isn't she?
1: Oh, is she? Oh, okay, yeah. That's that, the way it I feels. Exactly.
0: Um, Anne Hathaway's in it. I don't care who hates on Anne Hathaway. I like Anne Hathaway. Yeah, it's great. I think she's great. Um, Rihanna's in it. She's called Eight Ball. And when asked What her I name really, really was? Really her name is her. actually Eight Ball.
1: Why is she in this? I don't know. Next, she be telling me that Oprah's in it.
0: Yeah, but Rihanna is like one of the. She's Beyonce levels of
1: uh, famous. Yeah, but that doesn't mean she's. talented No, it doesn't
0: mean she's talented.
1: It's but, you know
0: Harry Styles in Dunkirk. That's all I can say.
1: Yeah, Ed Sheeran. And uh, Game of Sarah
0: Ten. Paulson's in it. Mindy Kaling again. Oh, well, yeah. we didn't yeah, know yeah. she's in it. So it could be good. I it could be good.
1: I'm going to wager that it won't be, and I'm also going to wager that they called it Oceans Eight, so they could make an Oceans Nine and an Oceans Ten, and not overlap. It's very Ocean's clever of
0: them, isn't it? Or maybe they just couldn't get enough people to take part in the project because everybody thought it'd flop. <laughs> Who knows? Let's wrap up with some honourable mentions. Ant-Man and the Wasp sequel to the fantastic Ant-Man Marvel film another Marvel no way yeah I loved that Ant-Man film I thought it was great it was a heist film yeah basically everyone likes Paul Rudd Um, the Jungle Book is getting another film does anybody understand why because they just did one what two years ago Jon Favreau directed one very good and that was like live action with CGI characters but this one's going to be with um,
1: Andy Serkis Mm. him and his mocap. I think that this is a bad call
0: yeah, I don't think. Well, the I, other thing as well is it's also got Kate Blanchett and Benedict Cumberbatch in it. So. Well, Kate well, well,
1: Blanchett's in it. Put it to the top.
0: Yeah, it's probably going to be the best movie ever. <laughs>
1: I think it's just a problem for. Uh, I think Andy Serkis is, has, has put his ego above his mind here.
0: He's turned it into a mocap circus. Uh, Do
1: you see what I did there? Very good. looks <laughs> big. Uh, but he should have waited. I don't care how long. Um, he should have Ten waited. 10 years at
0: least. It just doesn't, Even then, ten years from now, people are like, what, another Jungle Book film?
1: It just doesn't I make sense. Call it something else. Book Jungle. <laughs> the Jungle Book Return of Baloo. Return of Baloo. I don't know. Baloo began.
0: <laughs> um, and there is also another X-Men film coming out, which is the Fuck sequel off. to um, X-Men Apocalypse. It's called Dark Phoenix, which is obviously just... a. Uh, another retake on what happened to Jean Grey in X Men Three, where she became the Dark Phoenix. Mm. Um, we'll see where this goes. I'm, I didn't like X Men Apocalypse. I Don't thought think I it was a shite. I do so, I saw it.
1: And they're going to run out of cool words to put the, to tack on the end of these film titles soon.
0: It's uh, the thing is, is Jennifer Lawrence going to be in it? Because I know that I remember watching X Men Apocalypse um, and thinking Jennifer Lawrence has given up now. and it's the same I saw Michael Fassbender where they're like they they really wish they weren't in these films anymore but obviously they're contractually obliged to because they signed on for so many but you can just tell they're like why the fuck do I have to do
1: these movies anymore Mm. I'm so glad I got paid a hell of a lot of money for this something's going on with Michael Fassbender the snowman was terrible is that his fault though or is it I mean Mm. we've not seen it so it's hard to tell but I have a feeling it could have been I think it's that that Oscar winning wife or girlfriend of his playing with his mind it's because he, him out. he knows that she secretly knows of this podcast
0: yeah and she is wants me more and more attracted to your voice yeah your she turns the volume way up just to be able to listen to it, and it doesn't to turn it down
1: for you when, when you <laughs> cough and snuff, fart and sneeze
0: um the, there was one more, which is another X-Men universe-based one, which is called New Mutants. It's supposed to be a horror film oh, set in the X-Men universe. Uh, I'm interested
1: style. to see that, because they, uh, finally, you know, with all this, this rich story that they've got, and, and these characters that are well-liked, mm-hmm. they're putting it in another direction. And I think, why not give it a go? It's
0: got a decent cast as well. Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones,
1: Anna Taylor-Joy
0: from... Um, oh, what's it called? Split? She was gonna, and then uh, one of the main guys from Stranger Things is in it as well.
1: What the Wolfhard one?
0: No, it's his. It's the older brother. I can't remember his name. Steve.
1: No, not Steve. The other older guy. Will. I think it's Will's name brother. Will. Oh, Will's brother. Whew. we'd be a terrible pub quiz team if. It... <laughs> we just consider we're a movie podcast and we just can't remember the name of people. What was characters. that movie's name? Oh, the thing. Fucking Ben. Ben something. The guy with the glove. Her
0: anyway so that's a hell of a lot we covered a hell of a lot of movies in fact we've gone on 43 minutes now so time to wrap this shit up but we hope you're looking forward to 2018 movies as much as we are what's um what's your new year's resolution quickly I haven't got one yet, because it's still December 23rd, so I haven't thought of it. It's probably going to be to stop buying my lunch from the co-op every day. That's a good one. And actually start cooking some food and saving some money.
1: I'll get you a cookbook. There's a great cookbook called uh, Five Ingredients. It's Jamie Oliver, and you can cook with only five ingredients.
0: That's a surprise.
1: But I want to read it. Yeah, definitely. Take it out. Cool. What about yours? Uh, My news resolution... Oh, God. Stop could, having so much sex. Mm, you just—that's not really resolution. That's more of a, an inevitable, an inevitability. Yeah. Um, pff, more sex. More sex. <laughs> no, I think it's, I think it's become, the opposite direction. Just to achieve something. If by the end of this year I've achieved something, then I don't think because I'm turning thirty next year, hmm. and I have nothing to show for my thirty years on this life—a receding hairline. And um, poor eyesight.
0: You have a fantastically popular movie podcast, mm. young man.
1: Maybe to 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 get a thousand followers on uh, Facebook.
0: That's gonna happen. That is gonna happen. We're gonna have a fact. We're we're on a hundred and something on Facebook. Facebook is hard to crack. But by the end of the next year, we'll be on a thousand followers.
1: Yeah, that's more, my that's my new fucking resolution. words. And also more butt stuff.
0: More butt stuff. Okay. I mean, as long as we can use lube, I'm I'm more than happy.
1: Mm, okay okay
0: cool welcome to 2018 welcome to the movie nosh podcast i've been josh i've been mike and we'll see you soon